Welcome to Drunk Mafia 2020. Follow us on Facebook or email us at tmafia2020 at gmail.com. Here is your host, James Jacks. Welcome. I'm James Jacks. This is Trump Mafia 2020. So many things going on in the damn world. Crazy. Sorry, I'm trying to get everything together because when we do this show, I come in, they have sound bites for me, they have articles for me, and then we do it. We all have families, we all have kids, we don't spend a lot of time on this. We whip it up in one take, we don't mess around. So I'm coming in right now and they have sound bites of Rosie O'Donnell. Really, bro? Like, I give a damn about what Rosie O'Donnell has to say. This lady's a freaking pig, and she spews crap, literal crap out of her fat mouth. And I'm sick of Rosie O'Donnell, and I come in here, and that's what they have for me. And the lady was on CNN, what, a day after we did the last show? How much has happened in the world since Rosie O'Donnell came out here and said anything? I mean, since she did say anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's ridiculous. I don't care about this lady. So um, other than the fact of this, I will say this about Rosie. I never liked the lady. I remember I was a little, little kid whenever the whole Donald Trump Rosie beef started. Because I remember my mom was watching on Entertainment Tonight. And I love what Donald did. I didn't even know who he was. That was the first time I ever heard of Donald Trump because I was a little kid pretty much. I can't remember how old I was. But I never liked the lady. Ever. She sounds like more of a lunatic than Alex Jones. I mean, Alex Jones to me doesn't sound like a lunatic. I think he adds to it the ads. I don't know. He's more like an actor, but a lot of things he covers is accurate. Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, Whistle wasn't that, but I'm not saying everything because I've been listening to him, but I don't really know every little thing he believes. So, but I will tell you this, what Rosie was saying the other night sounded more loony than what Alex Jones has ever said. Why is she allowed on the freaking internet? Why is she allowed to spew this hatred on CNN? And then they turn around and call of all of us conspiracy theorists. Matter of fact, let's play that clip that you were that we were just listening to um, before we came on. CNN and Anderson Cooper. It's pretty interesting. I'm going to play this clip and then I'm going to comment on it. But let's play that. Uh, where is this at? All right, here you go. ...that are so broad and often bizarre, it's difficult to believe to put a mile It's no longer an isolated thing. Take a look. The sign with a Q on it stands for QAnon. This video is from the presidential rally in Tampa two nights ago. Last night on the broadcast, we focused more closely on what the group believes in and their views from the fringes of American political thought. Tonight, we wanted to give them a chance to have their say, but because so much has been written about their reluctance to talk, we weren't sure what we would get when we sent Gary Tuckman to tonight's Trump rally. Gary joins us now. So what happened? Well, Anderson, the rally just ended a short time ago. People are now streaming out. Many of these people arriving earlier this morning, waiting in line. And like I said, yeah, we wanted to see if the... Did he say screaming out? Screaming at him like he's Jim McCasa? Is that what he said? They're screaming out? who followed this movement wanted to talk to us and we found that they did want to talk to us and what they told us was quite interesting. Waiting in line in a driving rain? 
very motivated Trump supporters wanting to see the president in person in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. We are cute. Some of those people wearing and holding the 17th letter of the alphabet. Are you holding a big red, white, and blue Q? Why do you have that? It's a movement, man. It's the shift. I can feel it coming. Some call it the Great Awakening. You're wearing a shirt that says QWWG1WGA. What does that mean? It means where we go one, we go all. QAnon is the people that believe in what Trump's trying to do to change our country. That is... Now, I'm listening to this and I'm just thinking to myself... I've been doing a little bit of research into it. I know how it all started. I don't even know how all that stuff works because I've never been on any of the those websites. But I will tell you this. We don't know anything. We don't know about Q or if it's really someone else. We don't know any of this. But supposedly they got some pretty, they predicted things have already happened. Generalization. More specifically, what QAnon is, is a fringe movement in which many baseless conspiracy theories are discussed on the internet, organized around the idea of an anonymous but well-connected person or persons nicknamed Q. Your shirt says, the storm is here, QAnon. What does that mean to you? Well, I've been following all the posts since uh, October 28th. On the internet, from QAnon. Right, the, on the person or people who say they're Q. Right. What do you think Q is, by the way? It's an entity of 10 or less people okay, that have um, uh, high, high um, clearance, you know. Involved in the government? <laughs> Look at this horrible person. He's standing there real smug. And, you know, I'm sure all these people are wonderful people that they're interviewing. But we all do. We understand that it's CNN. So they're going to get people that can't articulate what they actually. I mean, these people are wonderful but they're not really articulating any of the questions. So we obviously understand that CNN is going to edit it and get, they're not going to have someone come up there that know that's more informed on all the deep state and all the garbage that Trump's going through. You know, I'm not even supporting this because I don't even know 100% what it is. I don't know about all of the, a lot of the stuff that they supposedly believe according to CNN, and I can't even believe that. Because the research, I, research I've done into Q and all that is mainly just messages about stuff that's going to happen or that did happen, from what I understand. They predicted some stuff. But I haven't seen anything about all the other trash, the pizza gate and all that. I haven't heard nothing about that. So I think CNN's kind of throwing that in there to make them sound like lunatics. And what they're going to do is they're going to tag this group of people that are questioning known liars. I mean, that's what a conspiracy theorist is. And by the way, he sits there and he's bashing these people for believing something and calling them conspiracy theorists. But Rosie O'Donnell was on your network saying the craziest stuff I ever heard in my life. She sounded like someone that just came out of a damn mental home. She's on drugs. It's embarrassing, you know? So she's okay to come on there and say that... uh, Trump is paying people to come to his rally. Like, he's paying these people out here that this schmuck's interviewing. So, you know, give me a break. She's the lunatic. But 
the people that they're interviewing, in my opinion, when they're asking about Q and all this, it's been edited to the point where they're going to make, you know, they're not even fully answering the questions. And they clip stuff. Like, they'll clip him asking a question, and they got another clip. So who knows what's going on in between? You can't, that's what I'm saying. They're so dedicated to making us look bad and the president look bad and America look bad that they edited everything and they make people not sound too bright. What's I'm sure they are bright, but they're not articulating any kind of message, in my opinion. Security clearance? How do you know that? Well, I'm just telling you, this is what it appears to be. What it appears to be. So you don't have any yeah. proof of that. That's what you're guessing it is. And you don't have any proof there isn't. We've all what it appears to be, he's, they're talking about the deep state, correct? What it appears to be is that James Comey and all these other people in the deep state were trying to screw over the president. It's not something that appears to be is a fact. And why couldn't they interview someone that could break all this down for him real quick? You know, you can go back and listen to my shows when I break it all down. And, you know, I'm just sick of talking about it. Like, we know everything we need to know about the deep state. So it's not even worth talking about right now. We're going to talk about other things today. I mean, what else do you need to know about what they were doing to the president? They were spying on him. They wiretapped. That's just a figure of speech for spying, getting a FISA court warrant. New York Times reported on it January 20th and then erased it off the Internet and said it never happened. Right to your face. They think you're stupid, man. And CNN thinks you're stupid. So I don't know what to think about this group because CNN is the one telling me they're so horrible. So they're going to try to tie this group, Q, to Pizzagate. And then put us all in this group <laughs> so they could censor us, I guess, because they're obsessed with censoring us. There's no doubt. Been uh, gathering online and talking together as as Americans and uniting and. You think it's a maybe just to make you comfortable talking with other frustrated, sometimes yes. angry people. Yes. But maybe it's not true because there's no evidence of it. It's just stuff being talked about on the internet, right? There hasn't been any non-evidence yet. A major mantra among QAnon followers. The press is the enemy. You guys are. So you don't believe in the First Amendment? Oh, I totally believe in the no, First. Well, you don't. You just said the press is well, the you enemy. You guys are weaponized. You guys are totally weaponized by the CIA. What, what is that? You guys are weaponized by the, CIA. by the CIA. I don't know anybody in the CIA except a couple of people I've interviewed over the years. <laughs> this kid tells this punk guy he works for the CIA. Does he? I don't know. I've heard. I'm not saying it's true, but I have heard that Anderson Cooper. There's stuff about Anderson Cooper. Let's just put it that way. And I'm not sure though. But it's been reported somewhere. <laughs> Listen, they're trying to make it sound like lunatics. And it's not working, though. So, I mean, think about it. CNN has no viewers. And no one's watching this stuff except their cult-like following. So they're just, like, talking to themselves. They talk about stuff that happened six months ago. They talk about stuff. They just make up stuff. They talk about stuff that doesn't even make sense. And it's just sick. These people are weaponized with hatred, if anything, bare minimum. I mean, they hate you and your family and your future. They stand up for China against the president. They were celebrating when uh, Kim Jong-un was acting like he's going to pull out the deal that we're trying to get done. It's sick. These people are beyond sick, and they hate this country for what it stands for. 
They want it to turn into something else, and it's not going to be fun. Okay. But weaponized, what does that even mean? Like, you say stuff that doesn't even mean anything. Um, the term weaponized by the CIA. Conspiracy theorists. The, the term Do you think I'm weaponized by the CIA? Maybe not to your knowledge, and it's, that's really, that's unfortunate. You believe there is a deep state? Yes. And what do you think that deep state's doing? You think they're running this country? I think they were, and they're petrified now. Right. Because they're... It's a fact, lady, that there's nothing that appears to be anything. We know for a fact that Obama fractions in the government, in the deep state, that are unfireable, pretty much. They can't be fired because it's totally separate from the White House, were working together with the Democrat Party and God knows who else to bring down this president. It's a fact. Why don't these people do their research before they come out here and try to start talking? They're controlled. But Donald Trump's the president. He's running the country. I don't know, who is this lady? How do we know she doesn't work for CNN? And they got her to come out here and sound like, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but can they please find someone that can have a better message on what on any of this stuff? Because I'm interested. I got an open mind. That's what this show is about. There's a lot of things I believe. There's a lot of things that I don't believe. And I don't, damn sure don't believe anything CNN says. But can they please just find someone that can just slam this guy? Because he's an arrogant punk, for one thing. And I guarantee you he was getting, you know, out-debated everywhere. But they only found bites of these people that are sure are wonderful people. But this lady isn't articulating what she's saying. Really? Yeah, but he's having to fight against them. I mean, he said he could do it all himself. Everything would be so easy when he came into office. And he, you think he's fighting with the deep state a year and a half into his term? I think he's been fighting since before he was elected. And who is in this deep state? Who are the people in it? Oh, I definitely believe that, like, the Clintons, the Bushes, the Obamas. So you think the Clintons, the Bushes, and the Obamas are running this country as we stand here in the rain? No. Hey, schmuck, who do you think's in the CIA and the FBI and all this? Who do you think's running all this? Hey, schmuck, don't talk to us like we're stupid. We know what you're trying to do right now. Who do you think... You think the Obama himself is running the government? Well, has any other president bought a house miles away from the White House after he got out of the White House? No. They go to damn Texas and live in a ranch and no one hears from him for a year and a half. And then he comes out nine year, eight, nine years later to bash the current president that's in his own party. So it's not normal of what's going on right now. And it does appear to have all this deep state operatives everywhere. I mean, it came out in articles that the Congress was being wiretapped in 2014. And that's not Alex Jones stuff. We know, not wiretapped, but they have satellites where they could just listen in on everyone. They have insider trading is legal, for God's sake. Who do you think is controlling all this? It's not Obama himself. I promise you that. And there is, it's not debatable that there's global elements that want to bring in something else. That want to override you standing up for America. And if you listen to CNN, they stand up for China more than they do America. And listen, I was watching this movie. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the guy's name is that was in it. It's up to you. You'll probably, if you've ever seen it, then you know what I'm talking about. But... It, it was at a red box, and I was watching it, and it was a comedy, and the movie was pretty decent. It had an actor in it I liked, 
he had some stuff on Netflix that I liked, and he goes back pretty far back, and he's a good actor, whatever. I'm watching it with my wife, and uh, out of nowhere, he says, "Yeah, that's what they do in China," and uh, or no, the lady's like, "Well, this is how they do it in China," and he he goes, "Yeah, and China's the future." And then there's like this awkward couple of seconds where they don't out of nowhere. China's the future. Communist China that's killing monks and freaking Christians using Apple to work. Give me a break. China's the future. But China's always the good guy in movies and stuff. You know what I mean? And you see it all the time in Hollywood now, and it's true. They got propaganda all, all over the place. And CNN sits there and stands, for, stands up for him against the president when it comes to trade deals. How dare this president try to, you know, make sure that we don't get ripped off or whatever. What an evil person. It's like, oh, my goodness. Right. They're trying. The anonymous Q is a hero to many here. One man actually hoping to communicate with Q by looking straight into our camera. Is it possible you're believing bogus information, yes or no? Is it possible that I'm believing bogus information? No. I mean, let's see. Let's see, Q. Let's see. Gary, did you get the impression that, that large numbers of people who were lined up for the rally support the QAnon movement? Because obviously, you know, if there are thousands of people at a rally, what, what sort of numbers do you see? Yeah, I don't think there were large numbers, Anderson. A lot of people we talked to had no idea what it was. And other people just wanted to see Donald Trump, and some people just wanted to see a president of the United States with their children. So it seems like a relatively small number. What I will tell you is that it's catching on, and I would anticipate at future rallies we'll see more people holding big cues and wearing clothes. So there you go. Uh, they were there just to bash them people, conspiracy theorists, these evil people. And he's got he's out there acting all arrogant, asking people questions. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. But they'll allow Rosie O'Donnell to go on there and say conspiracy theories. Facebook will allow her. Twitter, you know, all these website companies will allow her. But Alex Jones gets, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. It's crazy. And the whole thing is that, you know, they're going to censor us one way or another. Now or in the future. So why not just stand up for freedom of speech? And, you know, I get the whole First Amendment. That's great. First Amendment, First Amendment. Well, freedom of speech is what this country is based on. And that's what I'm fighting for. And so should you. No matter what you agree with, I want you to use your freedom of speech. I don't want to shut you down. They're trying to shut us down. People that just love America and want a Second Amendment. They're trying to shut us down, and we're all we're trying to do is bring America back. So who is the bad guy out of this? Think about it. And now we're all going to be called, you know, now we're all going to be in this group Q that believes in Pizzagate. Because later on in that video clip, they start talking about Pizzagate and all this stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know about any of this stuff. I haven't done enough research into it. It's not something that I'm fascinated in. And I just want us to defeat these people. That's all I'm really concerned with at this point. You know what I mean? But, of course, it's changing subjects. Of course, the other night, uh, there was a football game here in Jacksonville. 
and I guess a couple of the players didn't go out on the field or whatever to protest. And then other players are taking, you know, and the NFL backed up on it, and now they're supporting them, uh, taking a knee and everything. And it's like, dude, can we just solve this issue? Can you just let these people use their voice, you know? And if they have all the, like, Tony Dungy came out and was like, look, if I was still coaching, I would give these guys a platform to speak because that's more important using your voice than anything else when you're trying to get a point across. Because there is stuff that we need to address throughout the country that needs to get better. Uh, you know, a ton of stuff has gotten way better in the past 60 years, thank God. But it does need to get better. And we, you know, but crapping all over the flag isn't the way to do it. And now you're bad if you don't support them taking a knee on the flag. And here in Jacksonville, on local news, they went in some barber shop and they're asking the guy that happened to be a veteran, and uh, I'm thankful for his service. But he's like, yeah, I'll never stand up during the anthem and all this because, and then he starts listing issues. Okay, well, that's not being addressed when you're taking a knee. It should be addressed the way you're, t right then and there, he's expressing his views. He's using his voice. That's what LeBron did. And the thing is, if you enter that arena, you're going to have other opinions. You're going to have critics of what you're saying. I do. They hit me up all the time talking trash. That's a fact. So we just need to, like, figure this out because obviously it's dividing. And I really don't even want to deal with this anymore. I'm sick of dealing with it. The NFL, the ratings have crashed in the past three years. They're doing horrible, and now this is going back on all over again. And it's really sad because I like NFL. Uh, no one wants to watch soccer, okay? And I always hear, oh, it's a global sport, which is true. It is a global sport. There's way more people playing soccer than watching football. Football is Americana, and that's how I would want it to be. You just think of American football. So I want to like the NFL, but dude... Give me a break. And, you know, you got a lot of things to say. That's great. I do. That's why I do a podcast. Why don't these people do a podcast? Why don't they have some type of big event where they could bring in Democrats and Republicans and NFL players? I mean, President Trump has tried to reach out to Meek Mills uh, and Jay-Z wouldn't allow him, I guess. I guess Meek Mills just does what Jay-Z says or something. And he, Trump supports prison reform. You shouldn't be going to prison for 20 years if you're a nonviolent criminal. And these people getting out of prison, they should be able to go get a job and not be barred from getting a job pretty much with all this stuff. And, you know, I just think people that should be rotten in prison are violent criminals and people that commit violence against people, other people. Not someone that sells drugs and stuff. I mean, I think we should help them. I think we should help people on drugs. And so does the president. We want to reform prison. And a lot of Democrats do too. Why don't we all sit down together? Because the president's the only one that can really push an agenda all the way through. Congress can, but the president signs it at the end of the day. And he supports it. So why can't that get done? Why do you got to disrespect the flag? We're all willing to make this country better. You know what I mean? 
But I listened to the soldier today, and I agree with what he said. You have the freedom of speech. Why don't you use your voice, though, is what I'm saying. That's what LeBron did on CNN the other night, even though I didn't agree with anything he said. He still uses voice, and I support his freedom of speech. I'm not like these liberals that just want to censor everybody if they don't like what you say. I support it 100%. So should you, no matter if you agree with it or not. We got a video clip of the soldier. Struggling on both sides of the topic. Uh, I, I think ultimately it's, um, it's, it's unquestionably protected by the First Amendment and they have every right to do it. Um, whether or not they can do it while they're at work. Um, you know, I, I, I have jobs and if I work for somebody and they tell me not to do something, I can't do it. That's kind of how it works. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you, know you, you can't take a knee where you are. They're like, get off. You're, that's not just going to work. So, uh, I, I don't understand how a private corporation can kind of be on a freight train that they have no control over what direction or what speed it's going, you know, their employees. Yeah. The other side is that, um, you know, we do, we do have issues and, um, those issues should be recognized. Um, but I don't know if disrespecting the American flag is the way about go, going about it. Um, I love the American flag. I've, I've fought to protect it. I've, um, you know, I would go overseas and do violence on their behalf for their right to take a knee. You know, I, I believe somebody has a right to burn the American flag. Uh, I think they're idiots. If they do it in front of me, I'll probably put them on the ground covered in their own blood. But I would, without a doubt, go overseas and protect their right to do it and die doing it. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I realize there's a, there's a conflict there, but don't do it in front of me. It's a bad idea, but I believe that Sorry. in every way, she or my protector right to do it. So there you go. I mean, that's what a soul, uh, someone that was in the military thinks about it. And I know there's other military that probably support it. And that's great. And that's what this country's based on. But my whole point is we could do a better job if we let these players use their voice to influence. And we also need to do something to fix what's going on in Chicago and other places throughout the country. Because to me, that's more important and uh, where's that Candace Owens clip where, let's see, here it is, clip number three, Candace Owens. It's remarkable that we are pulling tapes and you've gone into the archives and we're looking at the year 2000. I think. All right, so in this clip, they bring her on to talk about something, some type of tape, I guess, that's going to come out that no one's heard of. And it's from some lady that no one believes. Um, I don't know if the tapes, if anyone's actually heard the tape or not. At this point, I really don't give a damn because I was 18 years ago, if anything, and I don't even think the tape's been heard yet. So we can't even go by this. So they bring her on. That's what they start talking about. So she does a smart thing and starts pointing out what's happening in Chicago because that's what matters right now in the world. We worry about countries where... There's less people being killed. We cover that in the news than we do in Chicago. You'll hear about stuff in all these countries all over the world. Oh, these many people died today. What about in Chicago? Why aren't we talking about that? Why doesn't anyone care? Why is anyone trying to work with the president to fix this situation? Because obviously Obama wasn't willing to work. I mean, was he? Did he ever go there and do speeches or anything? And when will they start pointing out the fact that a lot of the violence in Chicago is coming from illegal street gangs because the mayor invited all these MS-13 people from all over the country to his sanctuary city because that's where they're going. 
You think if we start cracking down on illegal immigrants, they're coming to Florida where they work with ICE? No. They're going. They're probably going to sanctuary cities in Florida, but they're definitely going to Chicago, New York, everywhere. And your average folk and crip, street gangs, bloods, they're more into, from what I, I don't know for sure, but I'm just imagining, of course, they commit violence against each other for turf wars, but it's all about money. MS-13 is known just for torturing people and killing you and making you suffer. That's what they're known for. They don't even really give a damn about money. Was they're making money, but when are we going to admit that that has something to do with all the crime because they're moving into those poor areas all over the country? Is anyone going to point that out? Illegal immigration hurts the poor the most no matter what color you are. If you're illegal American, it hurts you the most. It's a fact. They're stealing jobs. They're getting money under the table, Section 8 housing, all of it. So they bring Candace Owens on, and she just nails it to this guy. Let's listen. It's a short clip. People are entitled to evolve their thoughts over 18 years. Um, the second thing that I think is quite remarkable here is that we're talking about racial division and what sows racial division. I think the fact that every time I'm invited onto this network, I'm being asked to dispute another black person. The black community is broken up um, in general, and I'm, I don't want to partake in any of that. We're uh, just ending a weekend where 71 black people were shot in Chicago, 13 of them killed, and we're not talking about that. Instead, Wait, we're talking well, about old We're going to talk about all of it. Um, you have Donald a problem? Trump. No, we're not. I have a problem. Uh -huh. This MSNBC guy's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're going off script. How dare you, lady? Who do you think you are? We're doing wall to wall you have a coverage on two with who you're appearing on this. No, I don't Candace, with you have a problem saying, with who you're appearing no, on this segment with? I'm respectfully saying to him that we should both decline tearing apart the black community for the sake of television. And because MSNBC always invites me on to do that, I'm declining to do so when our community is mourning the 71. So, pretty much what she was doing right here, you gotta. Salute her. Candace Owens goes on MSNBC. I'm sure they did tell her, hey, you're coming on about tapes or you're coming on about this. And then they bring on this guy that weaponizes race, whatever this so-called professor guy is. And she just blows up the set and says, y'all are a bunch of scumbags. Why aren't you talking about stuff that really matters? People that were shot over the weekend. We need to stop this warfare and come together and talk about things that matter. And what is going on in Chicago is a bigger topic and should be a bigger topic on this network than what Trump said 18 years ago and whether or not it means that people change over 18 years, which, shocker guys, they do. Well, I'm going to have the professor respond, but I have to respond on behalf of myself. You knew. Yeah, I bet you do. Cut that guy off. So. Listen, they want us all caring about stuff that doesn't matter. They're trying to demonize every group that's pretty much pro-American. I mean, Candace Owens was getting called a white supremacist, and she happens to be African-American. She's just getting called a white supremacist by white Antifa people the other day, and they got it on video. And she got mugged pretty much when she went outside. by calling. They were calling her a white supremacist. And it's sick. They call Kanye West a, a white supremacist. Like, what the hell's wrong with these people? They're not allowed to have their own freedom of thought. Is that what it is? I'm allowed to. Everyone, I, why, why am I allowed to, but someone like Kanye West isn't? Matter of fact, let's play that clip of uh, Kanye on Jimmy Kimmel, and then we'll wrap up the show. 
And listen, I want to break down more news stories and articles and have more, you know, just mad subjects on this show. But the show goes by so quick. We come in, we record it. We're going to extend the show longer. We're going to be having guests on too. And I believe we've been talking to quite a few people. We're getting all that geared up. But the main thing we're doing right now is just trying to, you know, make sure everything runs good, figuring it all out, and it seems to be getting better and better. We're getting more efficient, so that's great. But uh, I want to do more on this show, but we need your support out here. We have to make it happen. I mean, I'm not here to sell you anything, obviously, but I'm just saying we have to get aggressive politically. We have to not be afraid to... Like I told you, I got censored on my birthday. I hit 1.1 million. And that's not by being scared of these people. And it's just time to get more aggressive politically. And that's, you know, that's all I'm asking from everybody. And I really appreciate we're going into an election. And I appreciate what y'all are doing as deplorables and patriots all over the country. Because we're, all we're trying to do is fix it. We're trying to make the country better for our kids. And that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. What's best for your kids, no matter what color you are, is best for my kids. And that's all I really care about at the end of the day. So Kanye West goes on, did Jimmy Kimmel cry the other night? No crying? Oh, okay. Uh, anytime I just hear Jimmy Kimmel, I think of someone crying. I, you know, I don't know why, but. So he goes on there and he pretty much doubles down on uh, supporting Trump. Let's play that clip. Alright, we have a problem uploading that there. Imagine you're very proud of. She went to Washington, she spoke to the president, and she actually convinced him to grant clemency to a woman who got life in prison, like real life in prison, for a first-time drug offense. Mm-hmm. Was that something that uh, you discussed with her before she did it? Well, she's super passionate about it, and it was amazing for her to see that dream come true. Were you ever concerned about her being alone in the Oval Office with President Trump? (laughs) Well, he is a player. People got really mad when you were, well, people, some people were very happy when you said you like President Trump. Do you like, do you think he is a good president? You, you're going to ask me, can I answer the first question you've asked? Ask, answer whatever you want. Well, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, in this world that we live in, there's two main motivating forces, and I, I tweet about it all the time. It's love or fear. And you, you, you can't explain love. You know, my cousin is locked up for murder, and I, I, I love him. I saw he did a bad thing, but I still love him. Um, and just as a musician, uh, African-American, guy out in Hollywood, all these different things, you know, everyone around me tried to pick my candidate for me. Mm-hmm. And then told me every time I said I like Trump that I couldn't say it out loud or my career would be over. I get kicked out the black community because blacks are, we're supposed to have a monolithic thought. We can only like, we can only be Democrats and all. So, um, it, even when I said it right before I went to the hospital and I expressed myself and 
When I came out, I had lost my confidence. So I didn't have the, the confidence to take on the world and the possible backlash. And it took me a year and a half to have the confidence to stand up and put on the hat, no matter what the consequences were. And what it represented to me is not about policies, and because I'm, I'm not a politician like that, but it, represent, it represented overcoming fear and doing what you felt, no matter what anyone said, and saying, you can't bully me. Liberals can't bully me. News can't bully me. The hip-hop community, they can't bully me. Because at that point, if I'm afraid to be me, I'm no longer yay. That's what makes yay. And I actually quite... I quite enjoy when people uh, actually are mad at me about certain things. You must like, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually quite enjoy it. Because your wife was mad at you, right? I mean, according to your song, your wife was upset about that. Right or wrong, or even if I changed my mind about it or thought about it more, which I'm not saying I did, just place a thought out there that everyone's not thinking sometimes. Galileo, they want to chop his head off for saying that the earth uh that what, what do you say the, the the sun revolved around the earth uh, right vice versa you know so when you have modern but the sun futuristic but uh, the yeah. su- but you, I'm, I'm not concerned yeah. about the specifics sir right right <laughs> Kanye is so spot on. Anything you say, or is it just like you just look at it like, hey, I put it out there, it's out there, there's no point regretting it? I think people focus too much on the past and focus too much on regret. Even like when you deal with schools, like you take like the slave idea. My, my point is, I've heard of history class. I've never heard of a class that breaks down how you, you know, balance a checkbook or how you control your finances, which uh, my father never taught me that. And I've never heard of a future class. So they keep us so focused on history that we start to believe that it actually repeats itself. And we become overly traditional and we can't advance as a race of beings. We get too caught up in the past and what everyone's saying and what everyone's tweeting. And sometimes you just have to be fearless enough to break the simulation. And when I mean simulation, this is what I mean by the simulation. Sorry, I know you guys wanted to clap, but everything I'm going to say is going to be amazing. Um, here's the idea why you're in a simulation. Let's start with acting, first of all. And a two-year-old uh, screams. All right, so listen. This man here is coming out as a Trump supporter. I've always liked Kanye West. And he's always been somewhat cutting edge where he, you know, everyone's going one way, he always goes the other way. And you got to respect that, you know. And I'm just thankful that he's doing what he's doing right now because he did take a bunch of heat for it. It is ridiculous if you think about it. Why am I allowed to express whatever I want? I could have a Trump sign in my front yard. I could have a Trump sticker on my car. But Kanye West isn't. Kanye West needs to go back to a mental home. Kanye West, this, that, and the other. You know, if you listen to what he's saying, he's just trying to promote love, man. Why can't we just go to the future? And that's what the decision is for us as a country. We got to make a decision. 
Do we want to be stuck here in misery with Democrat policies where the whole country is pretty much Detroit or Portland, where Antifa, I guess, runs that whole city? I'm guessing. I mean, they make it seem like Antifa is the wonderful human beings. Is that what we want? Or do we want to, like, go straight to, you know, to a whole nother galaxy with it? And we have to make a decision. Are we going to be stuck on the past? Or are we going to move on to the future? Because that's what really matters at the end of the day. They have the technology now for stuff that you can't even imagine. Are we going to let that be freed and we can all benefit off of it? Or are we going to be stuck here talking about stuff that doesn't even matter as we rot? As a culture and everything else. And that's what it comes down to. And that's what this November is about. And they're going to censor our voices. They're going to come after us politically saying we're all in this group Q and they believe in Pizzagate. But we know what's going to happen. We're going to kick their ass in November because that's the only way. That's the only thing that I can see happening because these people are losing their damn minds. You saw what happened. All that. All these leftist lunatics lost their primaries. Nobody wants this. And that's all they're pushing in the media. They're trying to push that type of leftist garbage on all of us. And it's failing. And we're going to win in November. And they'll say it's Russia or this, that, and the other. But we're still going to win. And they're going to keep censoring us. So it's up to us as people, as human beings, to do things that actually matter in this world. And not care about what Rosie O'Donnell said. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to give you a hard time no more. So listen, guys, I just appreciate everything out, what we're all trying to do. We just need to keep it up and go strong in the 2019. Because 2020 is going to be serious. But 2018 is the most serious thing that we've dealt with so far. We got in the White House, but we're still fighting the rhinos and all the other trash. So signing out, I want to thank the Lord, Jesus Christ. I want to thank the military. I want to thank my f- everything, the police, and all the people trying to make this country a better place. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you uh, next week if we're not censored out of existence. <laughs>